Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning back to the Funny Business Podcast. Uh, if you're a listener of the show, thanks for coming back. If it's your first time, hopefully we can put a smile on your face. Uh, obviously, it's been uh, an interesting week going on in the country, but we hope everyone is staying safe. And Mike, I think I speak for the both of us that this is an anti-racism podcast. Absolutely, Matt. Uh, we're certainly having conversations every day and uh, researching some topics and some ways that, of course, we can become allies through that. Um, there's certainly some books and movies that I want to read and, and watch. And Matt, I'm sure there's been a lot of research that you've been doing, but um, we are a true anti-racism podcast. And, you know, I hate to pull the words from uh, a certain university, but really all are welcome to this podcast. And we really mean that. Absolutely. And, you know, we just hope to provide a, not a distraction, because that's probably not the right word to choose, but just a break from what's going on in the world. Hopefully we can put a smile on your face. And uh, we're here to listen for anyone. If anyone ever wants to reach out, you can personally reach out to me personally. I've already had some discussions with some friends and family about the whole thing, and uh, it's a good thing to talk about. But hopefully uh, for this hour, we can provide you a little break from what's going on in the world and hopefully just put a smile on your face. Certainly, Matt, and I and I think I can I can mirror what exactly you said. Um, it certainly is great to have such the listenership that we have, and you know, if you guys are listening to us, we will certainly listen to you guys. So um, that avenue is open for anyone. Before we get started into our topics for today, I do have to mention um, it is a nice backdrop that you have with your uh, video webcam at the moment. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to announce today. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, wherever that may be, thanks again for listening in and tuning into that episode. Uh, but starting today, this episode, you now can watch all of our episodes for free. On our YouTube page, yes, search Funny Business Entertainment or Funny Business, and you'll certainly see the podcast. This will be the first official podcast. Um, I think Matt and I both are like, yeah, we should probably start recording these like video-wise, and uh, I feel like that'd be a good medium for people who aren't necessarily into podcasting, but are kind of interested in some of our topics and, you know, some more visual uh, sense of uh, a show. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we just keep growing and growing each week on how you can reach us. And yeah, it made me, uh, I I have to record in my room for those who can't see just because of the way my house is laid out. And it got me to clean my room today. So that was a plus. <laughs> Some quarantine uh, tasks that you said you would originally do back in the first month. But I, now I you're think doing it on the, the first half. podcast, I literally said, yeah, I'm going to clean my room. And today, finally, <laughs> that happened. So thanks. You got it, Matt. So let's just jump in today's topics for today, our first half of our entertainment for today. Um, Matt, I know you and I are both uh enjoy we do enjoy i should say we do enjoy a nice cold beverage after a very long day um but certainly when it comes to covid19 and the coronavirus um there's certainly some things to celebrate um especially if you are the fortunate ones to to survive the coronavirus um and the story we got today is our first topic is a 103 year old beats the coronavirus her first act ladies and gentlemen Give me a beer. <laughs> this, this is this is the best story that's come out of quarantine by far. I, by I far. have to agree. I have to agree. So so this was reported uh, literally 
everywhere, Matt. I, I don't think there's one news outlet that did not uh, cover this story, but we're, we're going to pull this from the HuffPost. Um, Jenny Stenjna uh, is a 103-year-old great, great, ready to hear this, Matt? Great great grandmother um, in Massachusetts. Um, She celebrated defeating the coronavirus um, as obviously the best way possible by knocking back a cold one. I, you know, Matt, I I think any time when it comes to this certain situation, I know, thankfully, we are almost coming up on the the end of the coronavirus, COVID-19 quarantine, stay at home do your groceries once a week, stay away from restaurants and only do takeout or delivery. But, you know, I feel like this is a really good feel story about um, Jenny as far as her uh, coming up and beating the coronavirus. No, absolutely. And, you know, usually the stigma is if an older person catches coronavirus, it's usually not too good. So it's nice to see, uh, see that she survived. And I think the drink was a Bud Light. Is that correct? It is certainly Matt, a, a not not my drink of to- choice, obviously, unless it's a Bud Light Orange. Yes. I have to agree with that. Bud, but... Bud Light's not too bad. I, I'm a, obviously, I would prefer like a Miller Light if I'm just going to regular domestic, but Bud Absolutely Light's pretty bad. similar. I can enjoy a good Bud Light <laughs> once in a while. But no, I don't think like that's just a badass way to, to a badass thing to do after you beat coronavirus, just, just pound a beer. Yeah, and uh, just, you know, some of the comments that we've been uh, just reading amongst this article here, um, she always had the feisty, that feisty fighting spirit, um, which is her granddaughter, Shelly. Um, she she really didn't give up. And, and Matt, I, I really think this is, a again, a really good feel story as far as um, somebody coming up and, and being a part of, uh, you know, just the success that... Um, some of our nurses and our doctors and, and all those people that are in the front lines kind of sitting back and celebrating, of course, this uh, tremendous achievement of surri- surviving the coronavirus. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I think it's, you know, it shows those hope in anything, no matter what you're doing, no matter how old you are or how bad things seem, you know, you never know what's going to happen. And you just got to have faith that you can get through it. Now, I do have a question for you uh, on this topic. So obviously, you see had a Bud Light. Yes. What's the one beer that if you, let's say you were in this position, you were, you know, 103 and you survived coronavirus and you said, I want a beer right now. And someone offered you a beer. What's the one beer you wouldn't take? Wouldn't or would? Yes, wouldn't. So the one that you'd say, you know what, I'll wait like 15 minutes to go. <laughs> I'll die first before I drink this. <laughs> not, not that, but like, you know, I can yeah. do something else to celebrate. What's the one beer that you wouldn't take? See Matt, we have to be careful because you don't you don't know about the sponsorships that are going to come along our way, and be like, "Well, you we'll did say this that during the podcast." <laughs> I'd have to say Budweiser. I'm just like I, I I know like I love the commercials, I love all these, but like just Budweiser was not a a thing for me as far as I know. You're talking about brands, or are you talking about um like just types of beer? Just any any brands, probably probably like the one brand yeah. you would you would pick. I wouldn't mind a, a sour beer, believe it or not. Like if I had to choose, like I, I honestly love sour beers, especially I, I hate to to you know open up to this, but like a fruity sour beer. Like I've certainly been exposed to some really good sour beers and some really good like fruit beers. Um, but but yeah, Budweiser not not so much. What about you? I'd probably say Michelob Ultra. It's just, I know it's like a lighter beer, but it just, I, and it just doesn't have a lot of taste for me personally. I think, I feel like Miller Lite, Bud Light would at least give me a little more like enjoyment out of drinking it. But I don't know. Michelob Ultra just doesn't really do it for me. Yeah. I mean, it, I, 
I think honestly, if you get done beating the coronavirus, literally any cold one will do. I think if I'm being completely honest here. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm just saying, like, if we were to be picky, because obviously, like, I would take anything at that point, but I would prefer <laughs> one that I actually like. Yeah, um, you know, and even so, I mean, we certainly are sharing this as, as a good story. There certainly was some uh, things that um, we're, we're talking about as far as the reporting. Um, so Adam, who is Shelley's husband, which would be the granddaughter of um, Jenny, um, saying that uh, Sten- Stenja's battle got so bad that at one point he asked if if uh, she were ready to go to heaven, and her reply was, hell yes. So, like, <laughs> wow. talk about badassery. I mean, she was even more ready to go to heaven than she was kicking a cold one. So. Yeah, that makes it even more awesome, though, that she survived it. Absolutely. I, I don't, I, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where it's, we're at this situation right now where it's just like, I don't care what happens. I just want to enjoy at least what I have left of my life or what is a part of my life. So um, I certainly, uh, you know, as far as what uh, Bud Light would say, you know, this, this Bud's for her. So it's, uh, you know, certainly a nice little story for uh, us to kind of kick off and, and kind of feel good. Because, you know, I think anyone, whether it be your great great grandmother, your grandmother, your sister, your brother, your mother, your father, your brother or your your stepbrother, stepsister, whatever it may be, um, surviving the coronavirus is something to be cheering about. And in most occasions, if you're legal, having a cold one. There's never any event that isn't that can't be celebrated with a cold one for being baptisms honest. first holy yep. communion first, first um, t-ball game as a parent as a parent, as a parent uh what else uh, we literally just went the deep end we're like yeah like religious anything involving kids <laughs> pretty much everything yeah, pretty much everything. So, um, Jenny, from from all of us at the Funny Business Podcast, uh, congratulations, and uh, you know, keep keep on keeping on with the. Uh, but but like maybe Matt, that actually is the reason why she's a hundred and three. It could be, honestly, it could be, and uh, you know, we hope you have a, a rest of the healthy life, and hopefully, it's a long one. Absolutely. Now, moving on to our next topic, Matt, um, a little bit more on the biz side of things. Uh, I, I certainly kind of want to talk about our feedback as far as I don't want to say running a. A media company, but that's kind of who we are technically as a media company. We live stream, we do podcasts, we run social marketing as far as this funny business entertainment. Um, but something that I think everybody would be familiar with, um, Matt, you are a huge, huge fan of The Office. Um, and uh, one of the actors, Jim, uh, as, as he's well known in The Office, um, is John Krasinski. Um, John started a show back at the beginning of our quarantine days Boy, that sounds really odd now, saying, like, beginning of our quarantine days. <laughs> Can you believe it's been, like, three months since we've been in quarantine? That's no, ins- I mean, that's insane. Hey, hey, we've ran, this is episode seven, so I think we're uh, we're running as far as uh, once a week, so I, I, I could see us as far as, like, the two months coming out. Like, yeah, it's crazy. So, anyway, back to, to um, Mr. Krasinski here. So, he started a show, an online show, called Some Good News. Um, basically, the show is dedicated to completely good news. Um, it, it went on for eight episodes with millions and millions of views. And Matt, I know this is, I don't want to say it's breaking news, but certainly news that kind of broke and a little bit of controversy in between um, was the fact that some good news was actually bought by Viacom or Viacom CB, CBS is what it is formerly known as, um, acquired the license for the show uh, after a massive bidding war, apparently. Um, 
some things are kind of a little gray because you know the whole topic of some good news um, was the fact of bringing good news and of course this happy go lucky type of feel. Um, but after this bidding wars, people are kind of speculating the fact that you know oh so he's doing something for free and doing all these things and now he got paid millions of dollars to sell the licensing to it. What was the true point behind that? I I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, it's not like he... This is something that should be brought to a more national level, I feel like. Because I didn't honestly tune in to it. I saw highlights of it, but I didn't really know exactly how to tune in. And I feel like if, if a bigger network has something like this, a show that absolutely should be out there because... Let's face it, if you turn on the local news right now, there's they're not going to talk about anything good. And a lot of times throughout the year, they focus on the bad bad news rather than the good news. So having this show that is solely focused on good news should be something on a national level. Now, is it his fault that he sold it? He's a busy guy. He's in a lot of stuff. I don't know if necessarily he could have kept doing it or if he would have had the funds to, c- to continue doing it. So I really don't blame him for what he did. Yeah, Matt. I mean, you kind of featured you kind of featured the idea of like you saw highlights. Um, they literally brought people like the Jonas Brothers, Lin Manuel Miranda, Emily Blunt, and even the cast of The Office was was on the show. But um, Matt, I I think it's kind of uh, interesting for us that I think we can speak upon this side. It he was you know you were saying like it was free. There was nothing that was being paid for or or anything like that it was kind of just more of a hookup being like hey like you know i'm i'm 100 sure john didn't pay the jonas brothers to come on to a show like it was just more so like hey can you do this like can you please do this and you know matt i think you and i both know as far as working this podcast it, it is not a simple let's hit record and let's do this like there's a lot of things that go into it and you know i kind of saw like some of the format of the show and what he does and you know i think for him he was a one-man show, and, and I don't think as far as a show to that caliber where you're bringing A-list celebrities like Lin-Manuel Miranda or the cast of The Office. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I put those those two together <laughs> as far as A-list celebrities. Somebody from Hamilton, and then you can't forget you know, the cast of The Office that you know still hasn't done a new show since uh, you know back when it was released. So, um, but, I, but it really, it, it, it shows the fact that there needs to be a team behind it and there needs to be a, a paid team behind getting it done. Now, of course, obviously for us, we're technically not getting paid for this either, but the caliber that he's bringing it, I'm really sure that that's why he decided to take this route. Absolutely. And I'm sure like, you know, we, we, we put a lot of work into this podcast, but it's someone for him who was trying to reach, you know, a global audience. And, you know, like you said, was doing it basically by himself. It had to be, I'll have, uh, put a lot of stress on them and it's a lot of work to do and after quarantine's over and we try to come back to living somewhat of a normal life he's gonna have you know movie recordings and tv recordings to do and he just might have not had the time for it so it's something that i think he wanted to continue and i think it's you know he didn't want the show to end obviously he only did eight episodes but he wants to show there was more good news out there, and if he can't do it, then he wanted someone else to. I don't think that's his fault. We shouldn't we shouldn't be focusing on the fact that he is getting paid for this. We should be focusing on the fact that this show is going to reach a larger audience than what he could have done, and show mm-hmm. the world the good news that's out there. Now, Matt, I I certainly can can tag along with some of your statements that you said about the fact that you know he can't just do it by himself. Could you imagine they start setting up the show and instead of John 
looking for these individuals that need some good news. You now have a team of five people who are solely dedicated looking for good news. And then you have another set of individuals that are working on the production. You have another set that's working on the the graphics and, and all these things and really could be something good. And I hate to, to sound, you know, punny there, but like it could be something really good and turn out to be. But I think, again, I, you know, I, I feel like we can pick apart our podcast itself. Like this podcast would not be possible if I didn't spend the time doing 30 minutes of me researching entertainment topics like this podcast wouldn't be possible if you didn't research your 30 minutes of searching for sports topics wouldn't it be possible for the both of us working together working with our social marketing and working together as far as sending each other the recordings and making sure all these things are well so you know we we have each other matt but i think with john with again the caliber that he was bringing within you know i mean hey Later on in the show, we're going to be introducing another guest for for our show. But, you know, I, I wish to say it was like Steve Carell or, you know, one like Nick Jonas. But I don't, we don't have that yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> Keyword, yet. Yet. <laughs> Sooner or later, we're going to have Will Smith, uh, Stephen Colbert, and, uh, you know, uh, Kate Upton, for all we know. <laughs> like <it's> just... <laughs> No, but you bring up a good point with how he could have a team looking for good news. There's probably so many stories that he didn't get brought to his attention because he didn't have the right amount of people going out looking for the stories. You know, if there's like 10 people that are able to go out and look for the good news, they can bring in so many more stories and so many more can get brought to their attention that can make the show that much better. Absolutely, Matt. And and I think it's, it's crazy to think that for him to be looking at this, some good news. I mean, you know, when it comes to Ellen, like, you know, I, I to bring up Ellen in the Ellen show, it's crazy to think that there's a group of people who are looking for individuals that are deserving the kindness and the respect that um, Ellen gives for any foundations or anything like that. But you can't imagine one person doing the show, the research, the script, the the cuts, the transitions, and the the set itself. Because I think he was using part of his home as far as uh, you know him him being a part of of this uh, production. But I, I really can't say that uh it's a bad move for him it's honestly a really good move because it's certainly going to grow and i think he started to see that as far as oh well i think that um we're going to be growing a little bit more but i just can't do it on my own and i really think he did take that direction absolutely i think what he wanted to do most importantly was show the good news and i think in during this move to sell it he just wanted to make sure that that could continue going forward yeah, certainly, Matt. Um, Matt, any final thoughts on, uh, you know, Matt, I know you are a huge fan of The Office. so Yeah, so that I was kinda... awesome when they brought the whole cast in and they just started started all dancing together. It just, it, it just made my heart, like, warm and gave me a good mm-hmm. feeling because, like, it's the best show, like, I've ever watched. And, you know, I'll be watching on Netflix over and over and over again. So to see the reunion, because they've always had, like, rumors that they were going to come back for another season, which... If they don't, this was a good way to get their band back together for the last time so far. You know. Yeah. And, and hey, you never know. They they could be coming again. We, <laughs> Matt, we've seen so many things lately that were kind of like, eh, anything could happen really. So. That's a good point. <laughs> now, Matt, um, we're going to move on to our final topic here. Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, we usually share a Word document before the show, um, with the exception of our Take It segment. That actually, I, I had a question uh, by one of our uh, favorite audience members and was saying, does does Matt actually tell you before the show starts if you take it? And I'm like, no, I literally find out when he asks me. Yep. <laughs> but I decided to surprise Matt 
um, with this last topic. Uh, again, with our last topic, it is an entertainment portion, so it's certainly not going to be something that's um, rocket science. I hope. I hope, Matt. Um, I- I'm certainly going to be curious to to see how you react to I'm this. Nervous. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I don't like the tables being flipped on me. <laughs> now you know how I exactly feel. <laughs> but um, literally, number three, it says surprising you with this. Yep. Um, Matt, I have a question for you. Uh, hopefully, I have an answer. <laughs> What has been your favorite memory of us? Oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> uh, um, wow. Favorite memory. That's tough. I mean, we've we've had so much. Um, I'm going to get a little sentimental here. Oh, good Lord. What? Uh, <laughs> this is, see, I'm not like, actually, I, I'm not going to cry. See, well, like, I'm going to tell surprise, myself I'm not going to cry. But I'm gonna... I surprise you, and then it's like opening up a huge can of worms of being like, there's, oh my God, what is he going to say? There's just so much. I mean, we've known each other for like six years now. Is that crazy? I'm going to say my favorite memory was after my graduation. Uh, I remember walking up to you uh, as you were taking photos for graduation. And we just gave a what hug. What else is new? We just we <laughs> hugged each other, and it was kind of the last day that we lived together in the same house. And we both we just both said that we loved each other, and you know, Jeepers, man, something that was really special because like I always loved living, living with you and miss living with you, and something oh. that I'll always remember. Why the hell did I do this to myself? <laughs> Who the hell's cutting onions here? Yeah, <laughs> virtual onions. You will always be a friend. Always, <laughs> I think what's really funny about that uh, that day, Matt, is it was pouring rain. First of all, um, <laughs> my grad cap is—I still have it, and it, it's ruined, absolutely ruined. Um, but but I think what was even more hilarious was so so we kind of like I, I don't want to say like we parted ways, but like you kind of went home after after graduation. I, sorry, you actually went out to eat. Um, I kind of got red leaf, and after that, because you know, you you had fa- you had a whole lot of family, and I was just like, okay, like Matt, I'll 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 see you soon. I know I'll see you soon, but um, I remember I didn't get our picture that we took until later in the summer, and um, I still had that. Um, I was gonna say it's a, it's your contact picture, but I have a different contact picture for you. So <laughs> yeah, we don't need to discuss that photo. I don't yeah, know what it is, a- and we just don't need to discuss it. <laughs> So, um, yeah. So, so w- was it bad after all, Matt? W- was it bad? No, uh, no, it wasn't too bad. No. What was, what my, would be your favorite memory of us? My favorite memory. So I like, I, I actually didn't think about this until, until you started like saying about your memory and I, and I, was, I actually was very surprised you took that route as far as that being your favorite memory. Um, but, but really what, what I remember the most, Matt, and I think, uh, it's, it's very small. But it's certainly uh, something that just keeps very much uh, ruminating in, inside my head as as far as a memory book um, was the fact when we had our darty um, at the <laughs> end of finals week. So again, not the darty we planned back a, a couple episodes ago. It was this, you know, run of the show. You know, we had cornhole, we had spike ball, we had can jam, we had Domino's pizza. Um, but, but what was really great was I, I just remember vividly that like work was done for me. I came back to my house. There's already people there. 
And like, I didn't see you until I got into my tank top and shorts and, and, you know, and I saw you and there's, there's two really good pictures of us. And I still have those pictures. One being the one being outside and, you know, we're <laughs> like, hey, we just look like a bunch of dudes in tank tops. Like, that one actually like, is my uh, contact photo of us. Right. <laughs> and then there was another one that we took that, that we were sitting on our, in our, uh, our counter. Like we were sitting on the counter and it was another picture that we took. So it's probably the most pictures we took of each other that, that whole entire day. I was going to say, I don't think I have that counter photo. So if you want to send that my way afterwards. <laughs> well, but- would you look at that? It took us a year. It took us two years to finally figure that out so <laughs> no but uh it's definitely a hard choice i mean it's this has been so many i think what's what's crazy matt is is the fact of you know i i feel like we could go a whole half hour just talking about like some of the stuff we experienced together we good and bad. Whole episode about it you really really could but um you know I don't, I don't think anybody wants to listen to some of the things some of the uh more intriguing things that we've went through as far as uh being friends but um, it certainly it brings a, a good point. And for any of you that are listening that or whether you're in high school or you're in college, um, Matt and I did not start out as roommates as first years or, or freshman year. We did not start out as all. And we didn't find each other until our sophomore year. And it kind of was just more. I have to say it, Matt. It's more like fate than anything that we became roommates our sophomore year. And then it just seemed to carry on until. um heck we're doing a podcast now together so <laughs> yeah who would have thought but no if you're listening to this just cherish the memory with your friends and uh you know you never know when you won't see each other as much as often so just uh live life as to the fullest and then you have to do a podcast together so <laughs> yes absolutely. <laughs> you gotta you gotta go through all these things and then you gotta do a podcast after and yep. just totally go every single week and that's how there's two things that i always say that keeps that keeps our friendship together matt it's doing this podcast and Fortnite, <laughs> and, and sending TikToks, and sending TikToks. Matt, I gotta, I gotta um, tell our audience that Matt and I are currently on a 154 day snap streak. That's solely TikToks. Yep, every every single day. That's what friendships all about, ladies. Oh, and absolutely. Snap streaks, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and TikToks, and TikToks, TikToks, snap streaks, and Fortnite. Yep. That's. That's that's the title of our book, Matt. When we finally write a book, Snap Streaks, TikToks, and Fortnite. <laughs> it's going to be a best-selling. It's a tell-all. It's a tell-all. So um, when we come back, we are bringing on our guest for the sports topics, and Matt's going to take over those. Don't go anywhere. Alrighty, let's jump right into the sports segment for today. So we're going to do things a little differently. Uh, we're going to have one sports segment. Uh, but it's going to be a fun, fun topic. So uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, ESPN and mostly on first take, uh, they debuted their top 15 NBA primetime players ranking. Uh, so basically, they just listed the top 15 NBA players. It was a company-wide poll, so it wasn't just one person. Um, so I thought what we would do today, since there's not a whole lot of sports news to talk about, is we would make our own top 10 current NBA players list. But uh, unlike Mike's list where it's a group one, this one's going to be more individually based and we're probably going to yell at each other. Uh, but Mike, we are not doing this alone. We do have a special guest with us today. Yes, we do, Matt. Um, you know, like we done a couple episodes ago, we had Emily Wenzel as our first guest. But um, today on the show, um, we are certainly having somebody who is... 
I guess he's special. I I don't know, but um, <laughs> but um, he he does help us out in some wins during Fortnite. I, I have to give him that much credit. But um, certainly a, a basketball player himself. Uh, if you you ever seen him, he's only a freshman in high school, and p- people think he's older than that. Um, my parents had to uh, show birth certificates every time he had to play some tournaments because people didn't believe he was that age. So, but um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and uh, the funny business world, please welcome. My youngest brother, Trent, to the show. Trent, thanks so much for being on the Funny Business Podcast. Yo, what's up? Thank you for having me. Um, you know, I'll help out anytime with those Fortnite wins. You know, good. yeah. I'm, I'm excited, though. I got I got a good list going, I think. So we'll, I'll, we'll, we'll start off with, I'll go, I'll list the top 10 ESPN list that they had. Cool. Uh, so number 10, they had Nikola Jokic. From the Denver what? Nuggets. Uh, yeah, I don't. What? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> what? I know. Wait, wait. We're not arguing. Okay. All right. No, no that's like that's we're not arguing against them. No, because, because that's like, a bad choice. he's okay. Never mind. All right. I agree. <laughs> but, all right. So moving on. Moving on. Number nine, Damian Lillard. Number eight, Luka Doncic. Number seven, Anthony Davis. Number six, James Harden. Number five, Steph Curry. Number four, Kawhi Leonard. Number three, Kevin Durant. Number two, Giannis Antetokounmpo. And number one, LeBron James. So I think we can agree, other than 10, it's a pretty decent yeah, list. I, I feel like Anthony Davis should be up a little bit more, but All yeah, right, so, that, that, that sounds pretty good. So yeah. what we'll do here is we'll 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 each say our number 10 and then discuss if we have to, and then we'll go up from nine. So Trent, you're the guest. Who is your number 10? Oh, I got to go first. Oh, yeah, All you got to right. go first. Uh, I had a list of over like 30 people, so I had to narrow it down pretty bad, pretty hard, actually. Um, my number 10, I put RJ Barrett because I, I, I don't know why, I just like his play style, and he's a lefty too. So, like, lefties gotta, gotta respect the lefties. I'm just like, I like RJ, so. That's that's a hot take, but okay. <laughs> I, I, I respect it. I respect it. But Matt, what's your what's your number ten? Um, I have so I was between two players here. Uh, this morning I had Joel Embiid down, but I took him off the list, and I went with Pascal Siakam, the the forward from the Raptors. Um, last year he was the most improved player of the year. Obviously won the NBA championship with the Raptors. Uh, first time All Star this year. Uh, and really, this team wasn't supposed to be good after Kawhi left, and now they're the second-best team in the East. Uh, and he's averaging career-high in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks this season. So I feel like he's his numbers, if you look at his numbers from like his second year to now, it's like astronomically better. And I feel like he's an up-and-coming star that doesn't get the respect he deserves. Now I'm going to throw everybody in a loop. Um, no. So I had to ask. So first I got really confused with if this is the top 10 NBA players, wrong answers only list. No. <laughs> and before we continue, if anyone says Alex Caruso, I'm leaving. <laughs> it's just a fair Mo Bamba. No. <laughs> Taco. <laughs> um, but I, I had to double check to make sure it's all current NBA players. Correct. So I had to feel like this was more of an honorable mention at number 10, but I had to put him at number 10. It's Vince Carter. I um, knew it. Certainly. I, knew it. I, got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I, I, I called it. Right? Vince, I called it. 
Vince certainly, I mean, Trent, you weren't even born yet when Vince was actually like doing what he was doing. But I watched um, his highlights though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So they're they're pretty but. sick. I mean, Dunk literally the one person that everybody compares when it comes to the dunk contest. Um, but as far as him, like certainly has left a good mark for, for the NBA. And I feel like him being at number ten is certainly um a good nod to him as far as his his respect. Yeah, I mean definitely not the uh, you know the physical player he used to be. Also, uh, a bit of a sad note. So today the NBA said they're coming back with 22 mm-hmm. teams, and yeah. the Hawks did not make it. So that is the end of Vince Carter's career. Oh, yeah, man. I know. That's the first player ever in history to play in four different decades. Um, That's crazy. But yeah, we're off to a hot start. I'm not going to lie, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so number oh. nine. Um, oh, I, yeah, Trent, who do you got for number nine? All right. Uh, I'm, I'm not, a, for number nine, I'm not really a personal fan of him, but I, I definitely like the way he plays. I have, uh, Paul George at number nine. That's not a bad pick. I can see that. I feel like a lot of people left him when he went to the Clippers. I don't know why. I just feel like when you think of Paul George, you think of Pacers, not Clippers. So I don't know. I definitely still like his game though. My only yeah, knock against not. Paul George would be he can't play in the playoffs, uh, like at yeah. all. But he is he like he is a really good player, probably an underrated defensive player as well. Um, yeah. My number nine, I have Anthony Davis. Um, solely like he's a great talent, like top five talent probably in the league, but he hasn't done anything. Like he did nothing with the Pelicans. He quit on the Pelicans last season. Um. Seven-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA. Uh, he's probably the best, not the best, one of the best defensive players in the league. Uh, three times All-Defensive NBA and three times block leader. But he just hasn't performed when he needed to. My number nine pick was uh, Luka Doncic. Um, just because with with him with the Mavericks and, uh, you know, just, just, just when they, they were going through the rebuilding season, I mean, it's kind of hilarious that the Mavericks had to literally go through a rebuilding season immediately after they won the championship uh, back in 2010, I think. 2010. Uh, around 11, there. 11, yeah. Around there. Yeah. Um, just for him to, to be a top contender now for the NBA, um, I, I certainly will see him. I think we all will see him in the next few years kind of contending for mm-hmm. NBA playoffs and, and him becoming a – really ask, big asset to the the Mavericks and or wherever he goes so I agree I think if he was on a, uh, a different team with a better record he'd be in the MVP conversation this year I feel um, like he's gonna grow a lot too yeah and I mean he's doing this yeah. stuff and he's only in the second year it's, yeah. it's insane I mean he's even like I put him at number nine like if he had a couple seasons on him and maybe a couple more experiences like I would put him up more on the list but you know I think number nine is a good spot for him Let's move on to number eight. Trent, who you got? All right. This one might be a little controversial, but I put uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, okay, okay. Wow. Hold okay. on. Let me look. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, go okay. ahead. First of all, I, in my opinion, yes, he's really good. But for some, some times, I feel like he's, like he's on the edge. I feel like some days he can be overrated, but other days – He's like insanely good. I just I'm I don't I don't really I'm not a big fan of him, but I, I like him though. So I that's think, what I put. I think that's fair. Uh definitely in the playoffs, you know, they just clogged the lane against him and he didn't really do a whole lot, so he does need to shoot. Um 
but that, that's that's fair. Yeah, um, and I feel I feel like if he gets more playoff and stuff, all that experience, he'll he'll definitely be up on the list for me more. Absolutely. Yeah, um, my number eight is someone who I think is the most underrated point guard in the league. Uh, I have Damian Lillard. Um, big time player. Um, also, I didn't realize this when I was looking it up, but he was the rookie of the year over Anthony Davis. I didn't realize that. Hmm. Uh, also, a four time NBA um, all team, five time all star. Also, uh, people forget that the Blazers played in the Western Conference Finals last year. When they were they like a six seed or something like that, or maybe they were a three seed, um, but he carried that team that that first round playoff victory against the Thunder when he hit like that forty five or forty foot jump shot was just awesome because yeah, it was so awesome because he just was dribbling and you knew what he was gonna do and he still made yeah. it. Yeah, um, he steps back and he also doesn't miss many games. I think the least amount of games he's played in the season was like seventy three. Um, Mike, who do you got for number eight? I have James Harden. <laughs> okay, I I just simply, I, you know, guy's a great player. I'll, I'll, obviously, whoever all these people that we're talking about are, are pretty good players, but I just I can't get over the fact that he hasn't won championship yet. And you know, I think some people can say, well, Mike, that's you know, LeBron James didn't win a championship until years after he was you know in the league. But I just think James Harden doesn't have that mindset for some of the players that I'm going to keep moving up in the list. As far as um, him being, you know, a, a top contender for at least the top five, um, you know, I great, great shooter, great dribbler, um, not really the most in defense, but um, I just, I just think that you know, James Harden is a good player, but not the best player that I think, at least in my list. That's fair. He's, he's. It's, I think it's fair to say he's choked in the playoffs throughout his career. Um, number seven, Trent. Who you got? All right. Uh, I feel like this is a little oddball for number seven, but he's probably one of one of my favorites in the current. Well, when the NBA was going on to watch, and I always like watching his highlights in his games. Um, I have number seven. I have Brandon Ingram. I I just like, yeah, I I just like the way he plays, and he's like a tall. What is he like? Six ten, six eleven. Yeah, I believe so. And he can dribble good, like a point guard. And I just like he's like smooth. Like I, I like him because he's consistent in a way with his game, and that's why I have him at number seven. That's a, I, that's a. I'm not going to knock that pick because he has played a lot better since he went to New Orleans. I think yeah. he kind of needed to be in a place where he could be himself, and I don't think he was too comfortable in LA. Um, I have a hot take for number seven. I, maybe a hot take. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I have Steph Curry down at seven. Um, solely because we haven't really seen him play a whole lot. Uh, he yeah. missed, I, I don't know. Did it, I don't think he came back at all this season. He was just about to come back and then they canceled. Um, but the last time we saw him was in the finals against the Raptors and he didn't really perform like he should have, but I still put him on list two time MVP. The only, uh, ever M- unanimous MVP in 2016, three time champion, uh, one time scoring and steals champ in a season in the same season. Um, He's just, you know, he's had injuries in the past and he just hasn't performed great in finals. People forget he's never won finals MVP and he's won three of them. Mike, curious to see who you have at seven. I have Damian Lillard at seven. Um, I, you know, everything's been said about Damian, so I don't think I need to repeat myself. But, um, you know, I just think the 
cold-blooded that he is as far as <laughs> playoff-wise, as far as the game-winning shots and all that. I, I, I just vividly remember him with those shots, and that's... That's all. That's all I, uh, you know, can go for is if he can get the ball in his hands and he can make a shot. It's probably what what the the, the context is. Absolutely. Ice in my veins. Oh, the total really? ice in his absolutely <laughs> ice in his veins. Uh, moving along, almost in the top five. Trent, who do you have for number six? Uh, number six. Uh, I feel like once this guy came back from injury, he was like he started going up and up. It's his first year, but I. I think he'll definitely improve a lot, especially with his team. It's another uh, Pelicans player. I have Zion Williamson for number six. Uh, he's a lefty again, but I, I just like the way he finishes and how strong he is underneath. Even though he's kind of like undersized for a power forward, he makes up with his like his vertical and all that. I think that's a good pick. I mean, he, he dominated when he did play the 20 games that he played. Um, yeah. So I don't hate that pick. Number six, uh, I have James Harden. Um, I only have him above Steph Curry just because Curry was injured and has a little more injury history. Um, but Harden, MVP. Also, people forget he won a six-man-of-the-year award with OKC um, back in 2012. Without um, the beard. Without the beard. Well, without <laughs> the beard he has now. Um, two-time scoring champ. And uh, last year he averaged, averaged 36 a game which is just insane. But he does choke in the playoffs, which is why I don't have him in the top five. Uh, Mike, your number six? Uh, my number six, uh, I guess the best way to explain him is uh, I'm a fun guy. Number six. <laughs> yeah, Kawhi Leonard at number six. Um, for those who don't know, Toronto Raptors was Toronto Raptors now uh, – uh, Los Angeles Clippers. I almost forgot where the Clippers were from, but um, you know, I, I there, there's a couple more on my list that I'll that I'll explain a little bit. But I certainly think definitely above all the rest of the players that I mentioned previously. I just think he has a lot more opportunity to grow and actually become one of those top, top contenders. All right, we're gonna have some discussions later on <laughs> off this podcast. <laughs> Let's move into the top five. Uh, Trent, who do you got to lead off? Uh, okay. Number five, I have uh, Kyrie Irving. Um, I just, I, I like, he's a finishing guard. I, I usually like people that have a good mid-range and and can finish the ball. I, I like, they can shoot the three, but they're more focused on finishing. And I once, I think Kyrie didn't have an injury period where he, he was injured for a little bit. He, yeah, uh, he I did. feel like. He he's weird because he's for me he's like on and off like he has his good games and his bad games like everyone else but I feel like with the Cavs when they when he clutched up in that championship game hit that three in Curry's face I feel like that was that's why he should be number five for me I don't totally disagree I don't have him on my list but my only reason is because he didn't really he hasn't proven he can do it like as him being the top guy. So, like, when he got yeah. drafted, obviously Cleveland, he sucked. And then when LeBron came, they were good. And then mm-hmm. when he went to Boston, they didn't really live Amazing. up to expectations. Yeah. And now he went to Brooklyn with Kevin Durant, yeah. who I have as my number five. I get KD at five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have him higher just because I'm really concerned about his Achilles injury because it's pretty yeah. tough to come back from. But um, I also thought it was interesting looking at the research. He's only won one MVP. 
which is kind of similar to Kobe in the sense. Kobe only won one MVP himself. And you just think like this guy who's a great scorer can basically do it all, only one MVP. Well, he does have two finals MVPs, uh, two All-Star Game MVPs, Rookie of the Year, four-time scoring champ. If he wasn't injured, he'd probably be my number one. But I'm very concerned how he's going to come back from that injury. Mike? Well, well, I guess Gambitas think alike because I had Kyrie Irving at number five too. Hey. So <laughs> um, certainly just backing up what Trent was saying as far as uh, his, his style of play. Nothing nothing that is new needs to be said. It's certainly Kyrie Irving. All right, let's move on. Uncle Drew. Uncle, Uncle Drew, Drew, yeah. <laughs> um, at number four, Trent, who you got? Um, for this one, I have Russell Westbrook. Kind of, kind of the same play style as Kyrie Irving more intensity in a way, but I, I just feel like I feel like Russell Westbrook and James Arden always had that connection, and now that he's on the Rockets with them, I feel like he's just a really good player in a way. He averaged a triple-double, and I just, I like his game, so. He he was playing really good uh, towards, before they stopped the season. He was like one of the best, he probably the best player in basketball for like the last month. After the All Star break, um, number four, I have Luka Doncic. Okay, um, let's just take a look at his stats. So last year was Rookie of the Year, first time All Star, first teenager to record a thirty point triple double. He is the franchise leader for the Dallas Mavericks in triple doubles. He has twenty two in one hundred and twenty two NBA games. So that's insane. That is insane. Uh, he has the NBA record of twenty straight games with twenty points. Five rebounds and five assists. The person who had the second most, you might know him. He's, his name's Michael Jordan. He did that for 18 games. <laughs> who? <laughs> uh, I don't know who that is. Who is that? <laughs> he was also the first player in NBA history to record 30 points, 30 plus points, 12 plus rebounds, and 15 plus assists in a game uh, with 30 minutes or fewer played. If he was on the Lakers, people would be saying he's the best player in basketball. But because he plays in Dallas, he doesn't get the respect he deserves. In five years, if not earlier, he will be the best player in basketball. I think he's in a perfect situation in Dallas where players are going to want to play with him because he's good. Uh, no state tax in Dallas, so players can make the money. And Mark, U- Mark Cuban, as their owner, I think, helps him. But as a player, there's no reason why he can't be in top five. I know that's probably spicy, but... Yeah, I had um, Giannis Antetokounmpo as my my number four. Um, I, I really think he still has more time to develop as far as becoming like the the Kobe Bryant or the Michael Jordan of of the era. But um, you know, I think some things were said previously amongst the both of us as far as Giannis. So um, Giannis is my number four pick. It's a good pick, uh, Trent. Moving to the top three, who we got? Hey, um, this one I I feel like it definitely stays in the top five or three um i have lebron james number three what Dude, okay okay listen hear me out, like hear me out. No, no, no. wow no, okay no out. i'm cool okay, with it i'm out. cool with it <laughs> uh, i'm just changing this up because i know like usually i would put lebron at number one but for this time i i've kept him at top three i mean it's just i it's lebron james i i don't I don't really think I have to say a lot, but he's definitely one of my favorite players to watch. So I have him at number three. I, I didn't expect that, but I, I don't hate it. it. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah. Uh, my I just number three. Change it up a little bit. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Uh, my number three, I have Giannis. Not much to say other than he's reigning MVP. Um, and he only won most improved player of the year two years ago, and he's already an MVP, which is crazy. Uh, if he learns how to shoot, I feel like we're talking about Ben Simmons here, but if he learns how to <laughs> shoot, he'll easily be the best player in the game. So, Mike, who you got at three? I have I have Russell Westbrook. Um, just his dominance with his triple-doubles and just the, the fire season he went on when he was playing and in the Thunder, just averaging rebounds, steals, points assists like that man could literally do anything and everything so um i thought he was number three but uh i i I don't think he's a top player yet because he just hasn't won a championship as far as proving his stat line for that so you guys both have westbrook in your top five i do yeah that's crazy i don't even think i'd have him in top 15 really well, that's your opinion. <laughs> it is, but I mean, he, just, he, he hasn't done anything. Like, yeah, he gets points and he gets rebounds and he gets assists, but it doesn't mm. turn into. It yeah. doesn't help. It's not helping his team. Uh, listen, when he if was I with was the playing, Thunder, when he was with the Thunder, he averaged a triple double, and they were like the eight seed. What did that do? Listen, if if I had a game of pickup and I had Russell Westbrook as far as somebody being the person I'd pick, I'd pick him. <laughs> like, <laughs> him the ball. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On the number two. Trent, I'm, a, I'm very intrigued uh, to see who you have. Me too. Team. Okay. Um, for number two, <sighs> I got the claw, Kawhi Leonard. Um, he's he's another uh, guy like oh, like Kyrie Irving. Fun yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's another guy like Kyrie Irving, but he's a a forward. He's got a really good mid-range but can still shoot the three. I just like players that focus on that more. And his defense is crazy. I I like I like the way his defense is and he's just a top five, top six player for me overall. Oh, I like the pick. Um I have LeBron at two. Uh huh. yeah. Um I'm so obviously... surprised. No, I'm <laughs> Uh, obviously, four-time MVP, three times Finals MVP, uh, sixteen straight All-Star game appearances, which I he's close to the record for that. Um, three-time All-Star game MVP. Um, it, it was interesting. He only won scoring championship once in a season, which I kind of think is kind of crazy because he's already third all-time in points, um, and obviously he's the all-time leading scorer in points. It, it was tough not to put him number one, but I'll explain that when we get to number one. Mike, who do you have for your number two? I have Kevin Durant. Um, you know, I Matt, I, I can certainly agree with you. His Achilles injury will certainly uh, kind of test his fate as far as what exactly happens to him these next few seasons. But um, just for what he's done in the past from uh, championships to MVP awards to throwing the dagger on some, some teams when it comes to last-minute shots, um, you know, I definitely feel like Kevin Durant is a number two as far as that. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Like I said, if he was healthy, he'd probably be my number one. Um, all right, Trent, your number one top player in the NBA. All right. It's all on me now. Um, yep. for number one, I have Anthony Davis. Right. You might say I'm a bandwagon because he came to the Lakers, but when I, when I'm practicing and stuff, I, I base my game off of Anthony Davis. Cause I just like how he can basically do everything, but I just like the way he plays and how he is, especially with LeBron too. He's they, they make a good duo, so that's that's why I have him at number one. They do. I don't think LeBron's ever played with someone like Davis. I would think maybe yeah. the closest he's come to was like Chris Bosh. Bosh. Um, yeah. But 
Uh, it's a bit spicy, but I like it. I like spicy. Um, <laughs> my number one, I'm going to go with the most fun guy in the league. Oh, Kawhi yes. Leonard. <laughs> um, people don't talk about this stuff. He won the NBA championship with the Toronto Raptors. Now, the Raptors roster, he, he was the biggest change that they had. Now, yes, Pascal Siakam did become a better player, most improved player in the league. But they got bounced by the Cavaliers like four straight years. They couldn't they couldn't do anything. And then Kawhi just comes in and like resurrects this franchise. Um Put them on the back. Yeah, pretty much. Also, um I think he proved himself as the best player in the world during this past All Star game when they named the uh MVP award after Kobe and everybody in the game was going for that MVP award and he's the one that won it. Um mm-hmm. that was pretty much my deciding factor on why he got it over LeBron. Which is maybe weird that I put an all star game up to that, but Whatever it's my it's my list, um, yeah. Mike. I, I I think I know who you have for number one. Yeah, um, I, you know I I think he deserves a max contract. It's uh, Draymond. No, I'm just kidding. It's not Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Draymond, if you if you're listening to this, you suck. You don't deserve a max contract. Um, yes, you do have the fact that you do have a triple double without any points in the history of the NBA, but um, you just no you don't deserve to be on this list, let alone top 15. But yes, Matt, it is Alex. No, I'm just kidding. It's not Alex. Drew, so it's, <laughs> Obama. <laughs> it's, um, it, it's, it's LeBron James. Um, I, you know, Trent has said he's a, a, a fun player to watch an amazing player to watch. Certainly one of the things where, uh, you know, we watched the last dance documentary and some spices and some little trinkets of, of MJ are certainly ruminating with, LeBron James during his career as an NBA player. Um, so I, I don't think there's anything more to say about LeBron. But, uh, you know, I think I took the bandwagon approach and put him at number one. But I still I will stand at him being number one. Yeah, I, I almost sat him at one. You know, it's 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 a toss up when you get up to the top players. You can make an argument for for anyone to be number one. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone have like an honorable mention that almost made the list? Like I said, I'd probably had Joel Embiid. At eleven, and then uh, if he was healthy, I'd probably have Clay Thompson ten. I have an honorable mention. Um, like Michael said, I have uh, I had a Vince Carter at ten or eleven, but I just feel like what he's done with his career, even though he hasn't got a championship, I feel like he's definitely changed the game in a way, in his own way. So that's a honorable mention. No, I, I have like Paul George and um, Chris Paul too for for all for the, the yeah. magic that he has right. with Chris Paul. No, I think that so. Yeah. What? Um, but no, how do you say no? No, I. Chris Paul is listen, great guy. He's the leader of the Players Association. His career <laughs> is so overrated. He oh. he's he's done nothing, mm. nothing. I understand he didn't have anything in with in New Orleans. He had so much talent with the Clippers, and he was supposed to be the leader. They never even got to the Western Conference Finals. They had Doc Rivers as the coach, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. Like he's done nothing. The only time he's played in the Western Conference Finals is when he was riding on James Harden's coattails. No, I here. feel like he's a Vince Carter shadow in a way, but Vince Carter definitely accomplished a lot more with like the the dunk contest and everything, but that's fair. Um, I see what you're saying though. Those are our top 10 lists. Trent, we appreciate you coming on buddy. 
thank you. I uh, I had fun doing this, even though it got a little controversial at times. I uh, I had I had a lot of fun making the list and talking about it. So thank you. So I, th- I think we can say you're now a residential NBA expert. So whenever you want you to come on, you have to. Yeah, you have to. Uh, yeah, uh, you don't have okay. a choice. Um, yeah, no problem. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, moving on to our final segment. You all know what it is. It is Take It. Uh, Last week, we put out the poll for pineapple on pizza. It was all over the place. The Twitter poll, I believe, said yes. Facebook poll said no. So once again, no one can determine. Well, I can determine because I had the right answer that pineapple does belong on pizza. Um, But this one this week, I don't know if this is like an actual debate. But this is something that I I don't want to say I feel passionate about because it's a stupid topic, but it's one that I feel very strongly about. So, cheesecake. Is it a pie or is it a cake? Uh. You look disappointed in me right now. (laughs) It's just like... (laughs) Matt. But, But think about it. Is it a it's pie a, or is it a cake? It's a cake. Why? Matt, you said it's a cheesecake. It has the word cake in it. That doesn't mean it's a cake. Okay. Let me hear your take on why it's a pie. All right. Does cake have a crust? No. Do cheesecakes have crust? Yes. Cakes can have a crust sometimes. What cake has a crust? Listen. I've been exposed to many delicious decadent desserts. <laughs> Cakes don't have crust. They just don't. They can. No, they but they don't. You don't make a cake okay. with a crust. Okay, but like, so why is it called a cheesecake then? Let's I don't, put it I don't have the answer to that question. I'm not, I don't know the origin of the name cheesecake. So what do we call it? A cheese? Uh, Should be cheese called pie? a cheese pie. A cheese pie? That does not Maybe sound they, appropriate, Well, <laughs> they might not call it a cheese pie because of pizza. You know, the cheese cheese pie. My, uh, point number two on why <laughs> why cheesecake is a pie. You can't put frosting on a pie. Yeah, like you, you don't put okay. frosting on cheesecake, but cake has frosting. Let me put it this way. Appropriately, yes, you can't put cake. You can't put, you said frosting on you, a cake? You can't put frosting on a pie. Like you don't put frosting I mean, on like, cheesecake because it's a pie, but you, you like who normal people put frosting on cake. Normal people, <laughs> unless it's a frostless cake. <laughs> well, then you could have like an apple spice cake or something like that. I just Matt, I I think I think lines are blurred here when it comes to the proper definition, and I just think for whenever I have re- whenever I have had a cheesecake. Or some type of form of cheesecake, like it has come in the form of a a cake. Like, yeah, I mean, it comes comes in separate ways, and you know, you slice it up, and then you start to lose the the validity of whether it is a cake or a pie. But to at least to me, it's pretty straightforward. It's called a cheesecake. It should be a cake. Oh, I'm gonna have some cake. So, like, it, it, put it this way: if this food, let's just call it a food. That way, it you know, kind of goes away from the word cheesecake. If there was a shelf for pies and a shelf for cakes, do you think people would be looking in the cheesecake in the the cake section section or the pie section for this this dessert? 
They should be looking into pie section because cheesecake <laughs> is a pie. I would be so surprised if people are like, where's the cheesecake? It should be in the pie section. Like, it should be. It's a pie. <laughs> the consistency of a cheesecake is similar to a pie than it is a cake. I I, I kind of have to. I, I feel like. Wait. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna text I'm gonna text somebody that 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 knows a lot about um knows a lot about food um it's not Jenna I would reach out to Jenna but um certainly well, someone I didn't, else I didn't authorize this no I'm phoning a friend Matt this is ridiculous <laughs> so you need is to phone a cheese, friend because you know you're wrong is cheesecake a pie or a cake Matt have you ever made a cheesecake in your life I've seen my mom make a cheesecake. I've seen my... That's exactly who I'm going to, is my mother. I just texted my mother saying, is cheesecake a pie or a cake? But again, here's my thing. You put a pie section in a cake section, people are going to be looking for the cheesecake in the cake section because it's, it literally listen. says cake in in the word. Listen. It's cake. Listen. Don't cake, let, cake, cake, cake. Don't cake, 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 let me, cake. Let me throw some wisdom at you, all right? <laughs> Oh, because you haven't thrown enough wisdom at me, Matt. Well, I, this is, don't let societal norms tell you what a cheesecake is. Just because it says cake doesn't mean it's a cake. It has a crust. It doesn't have frosting. The consistency is more like a pie. Ergo, cheesecake is a pie. I, Matt, I'm still, I'm still waiting on my mother. But I, I just no. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> my mama called. <laughs> I didn't expect I, this to take this turn. Well, I, listen, Matt. I it's the same. Like it. I no. <laughs> yeah, that's all you say is no. It's called cheesecake. Because it be a cake. I, I don't think my argument could be any more valid than literally saying, "What is the name?" I it's just cheesecake facts at you why it's a pie. Okay, because yeah, you need a crust for a pie. What if I made a crustless pie? Is it a cake then? But yes. But, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say no, I'm not gonna say that. But you don't make cake doesn't have crust. It just doesn't. The one exception, the one exception where a cake has a crust, but it's still a cake, is ice cream cake, because ice cream cake ice cream cake has frosting. Technically, I hate to admit, Matt. I sometimes it doesn't have to have frosting. Then that's a bad ice cream cake. Well, technically, you haven't. But that's you issue. haven't had. Technically, you haven't had any ice cream cakes that I've made when I owned the ice cream business way back when. So okay, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Professional, over Mr. Here. Entrepreneur over here. <laughs> no, there, there's nothing about cheesecake that makes it a cake. It is. It literally says cake, Matt. But again, just because it says cake doesn't mean it's a cake. So, uh, no, I'm not going to bring it up because it could possibly be another take it segment for the, for the following week, and I'm not responsible for that segment. So, um, no, I'm just right. going to leave the food and the tickets and your your obvious wrongdoings on your side of the house because you know, I, again, my case is they wouldn't call it a cake if it's not called a cheesecake. But we don't know who named it a cheesecake. All right. Let's do some Googling now because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like not like, again, ladies and gentlemen, I said at the beginning of the show, um, definition of a cake. All right. Play it on me. So an item of soft, sweet food made from a mixture of flour, shortening, egg, sugar, and other ingredients baked and often decorated. Interesting. Uh, pie definition. Interesting. 
A baked pie. A baked dish of fruit or meat and vegetables, typically with a top and base pastry. Pastry. So, comparing Mr. Summers to to those two definitions, is cake sweet? Yeah. Cheesecake, I should say. Cheesecake. Cheesecake is sweet, yes. So, is it made with flour? But I think what what I'm getting at Uh, here is that's like a main ingredient. I don't know. That's a pretty main ingredient. Uh Oh, I literally see here definition of cake. People also ask, "What does cake mean on TikTok?" (laughs) Yeah, we're that's. I'm not going to discuss that. That is a. That's not even a ticket segment for another day. That's just not a topic for forever. Forever. (laughs) Well, Matt, I I hate to cut it short, but I think. I'm just gonna keep saying it. Literally says cheesecake. It says cake in the word itself. So and I'm just gonna tell you, you are wrong. All right. Well, and you know what else we're gonna tell everybody? We're gonna tell everybody to go on our social media and talk. Let us know exactly who is right. Is cheesecake cheesecake a pie or a cake? And I really think this is not gonna be the uh, really the, the definitive unanimous answer like we've gotten with some of our ticket segments. So. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to have the support of people, but I know I'm right. So, <laughs> Well, speaking of being right, make sure you rate us five stars if you are on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you are sharing this on your Spotify account. Make sure you share it with friends, family, wherever it may go, because we're still going strong. And to those who watched our video for today for the first time, thank you so much for uh, watching our somewhat good haircuts or, or obviously ridiculous haircuts and uh, welcoming you into our homes and, and our places. And uh, until next time, guys, we'll see you next time. Stay safe, everyone. <laughs>